welcome back to the Cyber Sector 7 podcast. In this episode, I'm going to delve deep into the ranks of hackers and would provide you with some good insight as to what these mysterious online individuals are. I'm going to discuss the many hats worn by hackers and tell you the definition of the term hacker, which is a little it's a little strange for some people to hear that and they, they immediately think of like a cyber criminal. But I'm I'm going to I'm going to go into depth on what a uh, in quotation mark hacker really is. I'm going to I'm going to show you some different things about that and give you some great examples and show you some common hackers that we see every day and we may not even know. So um in this episode, we are going to have some designated segments where you guys can leave your comments down below. Some of you may know that this is live. Um, I'm on TikTok. Uh, hopefully next week I'll be on Instagram for you guys. But down below, you guys can leave some comments or whatever, some questions. And I'm going to have a designated spot in this episode to answer some of those questions. So I hope you guys like that. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Alright, so let's get this started. And I'm going to start this, uh, this, this part of the podcast off with a question for you. What does the word, air quote, hacker really mean? Well, if you go by Google's definition, it is a person who uses computers to gain unauthorized, unauthorized access to data. But if, if you ask an actual hacker, they're probably going to deny that and tell you that you're wrong. Um, let's, let's go into... To, our own definition of, of the term hacker and, and some terms commonly coined that hackers use. Let's see. Uh, the original hackers in the 60s were model train enthusiasts. And, and I find that interesting because they were at, uh, I believe it was MIT, and they had their own electronic model train sets. And they wanted to make them do things that they weren't supposed to be doing and, and make them cooler and better and more advanced. So they began using the term hacking the trains to kind of change the trains and re-engineer them to do incredible things and they were the original hackers that's where it all kind of started and it, it really is just people that are thinking outside the box making things making things do things that they're not supposed to be doing or making things do things to solve a common problem so that's 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 kind of what what the term hacker really really means for you guys it's it's a very interesting history behind that um, it's not about breaking the law. It's not about breaking the law at all. This is what hacking is about. It's about learning. It's about understanding. Hacking isn't about breaking into things. It's not about getting into that database and using those legendary words, I'm in, like you hear in all the movies. No, it's, it's, about, it's about a majority of the time, every real hacker's motives and reasoning can be traced to one key principle. And this one key principle is going to drive every one of them. It's traced to the word curiosity. Curiosity is what drives us. Curiosity is what keeps us going as thinkers, as makers, as, as hackers. That's what we are. We are curious about something. So we're going to take it apart. We're going to understand it. We're going to further investigate how it works. And then a lot of times we're going to solve a problem with it. We're going to make it do something it shouldn't be doing. And usually that's solving a problem. Now, where these criminals come into play is they use that curious mindset to solve their maybe their financial problem, maybe they have an addiction to just hurting people, but it it really is more than just you know credit card fraud and things like that. That's where those are the people we call crackers, and and crackers are people who just want to hack just to be malicious, you know. And it gives everybody a terrible name. It really does. 
Uh, let's, let's see. So what what are some what are some hackers we see every day and we, we do not realize it? Um, I would say engineers. Engineers are some of the best hackers, thinkers, and makers you're ever going to see. You know, these are the guys that can see a problem, dissect it, take it apart, and then and then solve that problem in some crazy ways. I had a I had a friend who was an engineer a while back, and back when I did janitorial work, he was always in the office I was cleaning, and um, he he showed me all sorts of interesting things and really inspired me to do some of the things I do today and work with technology in the way I, I love to work. A uh, some some great hackers that. Some of you may give a, th- a throwback here, but some, some really things that inspire a lot of hackers and inspire us to do things. The, the one that really inspired me the most as a child was I grew up watching MacGyver, and I don't know if any of you guys have, have watched that. If you're watching live or if you're listening now, I hope you have because it's a great show. You should totally go watch it if you haven't seen it. But just seeing him take like like a stick of bubble gum and a battery and being able to create a fire with that. That just was crazy. You could just take these random things or or random pieces of technology and take them apart and and make them do these incredible things, things that they were never supposed to be intended to do at all. And just that mindset of creating and thinking, I I thought that was so great. Uh, Some other ones were uh, the A-Team. If any of you grew up watching the A-Team, that was always inspiring to me how... They could literally, like, every episode just take some crap apart and put it together to do some insane task or beat up some random people, you know. They literally, I watched one episode of The A-Team where they flew off a prison. They, they flew away with trash bags and wooden chairs. And I, I thought that was, that was very interesting. Um, it, it shows like these that spark, you know, that key word I mentioned earlier, curiosity. It sparks curiosity in, in young individuals, and that's so important in, in the generation we're in now, is to spark curiosity and to, to inspire people to take things apart, figure out how they work, solve problems with them. Um, a, ter- a term I use commonly with me and my wife is uh, when we have some, some crazy thing has broken in our house. And there's no way to fix it without like waiting two weeks to order some part or something like that. And I use the term, well, I'm just going to have to hack something together. And, and I'll pull, pull some of those, those mentality of like MacGyver and stuff. And I'll, I'll just take some random stuff from random corners of the house and just piece something together until I can get whatever is broken working. And uh, like it's, it's just things like that. Once you understand how it works you can then modify it to do things you want it to do and, and force it to do things it's not supposed to be doing, but it may solve a great problem for you. And that's, that's what hacking is all about. It's about that great mindset. And it, it's, it shows, like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's being curious. Um, Steve Wozniak is a big, a big supporter of, of this mindset. And, and even if you watch one of his recent YouTube videos he just made talking about his childhood, he would just take televisions apart and figure out how they work. And, and that's what inspired him was taking those televisions apart and figuring out how they work and, and the old tube televisions. So um, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go ahead and pause this and, and we're going to answer some questions for you guys. Alright guys, it is question time. In case you didn't know, I record these episodes live on TikTok and Instagram. So if you were 
listening in on that, great. If you weren't, I go would go ahead and just give me a follow on TikTok or Instagram. It's going to be CyberSector7. And uh, every Sunday, I go live, and I answer some of your questions for the question segment of the show. So um, the following will be live. So without further ado, let's go ahead and cut right into that. And let's see, uh, Williams for Life. He asks, What's up, bro? Well, I will tell you what's up, bro. Um, not much. Not not much at all has been up. I've been working my butt off all week, stressed out. I actually had a really interesting case this week. I had to track down heirs to someone that was apparently a ghost. That was that was really interesting. It was uh, I'm not gonna make mention any names, of course, but we had somebody who passed away in 86. They were born in 13, 1913. They said they were ghosts. They never existed. So that, that was really interesting. I was able to find them through their church records. So, And work is okay. It is, it is okay. It's just stressful. Mentally, I'm, I'm doing, doing pretty good. But past that, I'm, you know, it's just life. It's just life, you know. Had a, had a crazy day. It's a Sunday, so Sunday's always crazy day. Laundry day, too. It's, it's a very interesting laundry day. Do we have any more questions? Any more questions pertaining to the term hacking or anything about what this episode is about? If you if you just joined, you didn't hear the uh, the first half of the podcast. This is about what hacking really is, what the word hacker really means, and how we're not cyber criminals like media portrays us to be. So it's 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 interesting how uh, how media will completely twist what a word really means. We have any more questions than that so williams for life also wants to know what type of social engineering do you implement for your work well that really depends on the case of the job so for instance if i'm doing a debt collection or anything revolving debt and i'm trying to find this person to a lot of times we're just serving them papers i have to be very careful what i can and can't say so the the oh, what was the there was an act, the Fair Debt Collections Act. It prevents me from lying to them and saying, like, I can't call them up and be like, oh, you just won the lottery, you know, you have $20 million. If you'll give us your address, we can send people over there and give you a check. I can't say things like that. Um, However, I can talk them into giving me the address and not telling them what it's about. I do not have to tell them what it's about because I am not a debt collector. I'm not a debt collections agency. I am a contractor for them. So I still have to follow a lot of those guidelines, but since I'm not serving them the debt, it's a little bit different. I can also create fake social media accounts. And I think there's this one lady, she's a huge Trump supporter, huge Trump supporter. And I had to friend her on social media to try to find out where she was at and, and whatnot. So I created a fake Facebook account and just put Trump 2020 right there on my my banner on my Facebook account. And I added friend. And not even 20 minutes later, she has added me as a friend and sent me a DM and invited me to a Trump-loving group, which politics aren't my thing. I don't really care about. But yeah, that's that's a bit of social engineering I I, I like to do. It's kind of fun that way just tricking them into into giving you information but trying to keep it legal because you know the the 
Fair Debt Collections Act does does put some boundaries on that. But when I'm I'm looking for a criminal, and they're already wanted, they've already given up a lot of their rights. They're wanted fugitives. They're felons. A lot of those boundaries are taken off, and a lot of times you'll find, especially when you're working with um, recovery agents, it's all laws off the table. Like they have laws they have to to follow, obviously, but I can lie straight to their face, and it, it's great. It really is great. I told I read one woman's uh, college paper, and I told her, you know, hey, you know, I read your paper. I would love to meet you, and we showed up, and or they showed up, and they. Um, they put her in cuffs and, and took her back to jail. So that's that's a little bit of the social engineering we like to do. And then that's that's the fun stuff. That, that really is the fun stuff. It really will get nerve-wracking, though. When you, you get on the phone and you go to make that call, that is really when it, uh, it really hits. Your heart sinks. You start to shake a little bit. You're like, I don't know what's about to happen. Um, if you follow my TikTok, you'll, you'll see my, my burner phones thing. And uh, a lot of people... I got a lot of a lot of hate for that because they thought I was a drug dealer breaking the law or not doing it right. But what people didn't didn't realize with that is I usually just use the burner SIM. I just need a fresh number because a lot of times they've have they have our number blocked. So I just need a fresh number really quick and I need to put it in that zone wherever they're at. So in that that zip code. So uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit of the social engineering I do and I really find that fun and and very interesting. So if you have any more questions, just leave them right down below and I will be answering them. Okay, so we're going to get back to our, our regular part of the show and what we, we usually do here. I appreciate you guys listening to some of those questions. And next time I'm live, I'm going to try to go live every Sunday night. So next time I'm live, you guys just feel free to tune on in, ask some questions, do what you must. And I will try my best to answer the questions as best as I can for you guys. I, I like being live like that. I like that aspect. It, it makes it more of a community for for us all. So uh, we're going to... we're gonna. Seriously, and I think we're really going to enjoy doing that. But let's get to the, the final part of the show here. And um, we're going to talk about some of the ranks of, of, of hackers. Now that we've talked about it, you know, of about what the term really means, we're going to delve into some of these some of these ranks. And I, I, I've even wrote them down in some brief descriptions on my notepad here. So if you hear the paper rustling, you know, I'm sorry for your ears. I really am. But um, we're going to go ahead and get into this. Uh, the, the first one that I, we have that I think all of us typically see when we turn on Fox News or CNN or, or whatever is going to be that, that black hat hacker. That's the bad guy. That's the guy that's deploying the, the ransomware on your grandmother's PC and, and charging her you know $250 or we're going to delete all your files. You know Those are the bad guys. These are the credit card fraud guys. These are the who we call crackers and the people who like to steal information for malicious t- intent and that's really all, all all it is is just stealing information for malicious intent or or you know using your skills as a hacker to to just do bad things be a general menace to society and and they they give us all terrible names you know and and I know you know some of you may listening may be black hats and you know I really want you to think about that, you know. How how would you feel if that if that was you and someone was doing that to you? Um, a while back, 
my grandmother actually got hacked. And I had a coworker recently that got all of her credit card information stole. And, you know, you don't really think about it until it happens to someone you know. And, and you see how much they struggled. And my coworker, she barely was able to pay her rent. She was almost, you know, could have been kicked out of her house. And that, that, that broke my heart, you know, seeing that. And, and that's, that's part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is to spread awareness. You know, that hey, not, all, not all hackers are bad, but there's a category of us that are some bad people. So, so please, just watch out. And, and to avoid the, the black hats, there are always measures you can take. But, but black hats are your typically, you know, your bad guys, you know. Um, I'm going to get into our, our second major hacker here, and, and the hats worn are going to be uh, the white hats, you know. The white hats, these are the good guys. These are your penetration testers. You know, if you don't know what a penetration tester is, it is someone who is hired to test the security of a system or even sometimes buildings, you know. See if you can get in and get into their, their server rooms and things like that or get into their computers. But, um, yeah, the white hats are, are the good guys. These are the guys who are bug bounty hunters, and they're just fighting to use their skills to make the Internet a safer place. That's what these guys are, and, and these are some of the the best people and some of the most intelligent people you're ever going to meet are these these white hat hackers. You know, they're just good, genuine people, blue-collar workers that are just hacking and making money, you know. And a lot of times, sometimes they don't even make money. I mean, there's tons of people who just do it freelance just to do it, just to make the Internet a great place. And if that's you, man, or, or girl, or whatever you may identify as, you know, go for it. That's you. You enjoy your life, you know, and you're making us... That's a much greater place. but So we've discussed Black Hat and we've discussed White Hat. But what's, what's something that happens when we kind of mix? We mix worlds here. What happens when you mix black and white? You get gray. And that leads us to gray hats. And these are the really interesting guys. These, these, are, these are where it gets really interesting. These are, the, um, these are the guys that usually are making the Internet a better place. They're working to do good things, but they still have some black hat tendencies, you know. They're not bad people all around, but they still have some black hat tendencies. Like, uh, for instance, hypothetically, I've, I haven't done this, but if I were to hack into a website's server or, or whatever it could be, um, and I were to be like, oh my god, you know, I can, I can... Steal people's credit card information. Or let's say I were to uh, use S SQL injection and spit tons of user account data out. That would be really bad on a website, and that could, that could do some terrible things. But instead of taking all that data that I can spill out, I contact the admin, and I'm like, hey, you know, I found this, this bug. You know, it's leaking tons of user data. I will tell you what the bug is if you pay me X amount of money. You know, these are the guys that are like, I found the problem. I want to make the internet a better place, but I want a cut of the profits. So that's that's what your your gray hats are. They they have some black hat tendencies. Not every time they do something, it falls into the legal category, but they're typically not not bad people either. We're gonna get into uh, an, another one that's a very well known category of uh, of hackers and. Honestly, I'm not even going to call these hackers. You don't deserve the term hacker. It's the script kitties, also known as the skitties. These are the guys that 
oh, I'm going to download Orbital Ion Cannon DDoSing tool, or I, I don't even know what that, that is. I've heard of it briefly. I think it's Ion Orbital Cannon, something like that. It's a DOS tool. But these these are the, anyway, these are the guys that they'll, they'll religiously say Kali Linux is the best Linux ever, you know, and they don't really understand what it is. They don't understand anything about it. They just say, oh, if you're a hacker, you must use Kali Linux or, or something on the lines of that. You know, they don't understand what hacking really is. They don't understand anything about it. They're using pre-made tools, pre-made scripts. I, I hear all the time, you know, to be a hacker, you must program. You, it's important. It really is. But it's not always necessary to program, like, religiously. But, but these, are, these are the guys that don't even understand how code works. They're just popping in script, okay, of whatever they find, and they're just running it and hoping to... to just be a nuisance. And, and script kitties, we don't like you. None of us like you. You're copycats. And then that's what script kitties are. They're copycats. They don't create anything of their own. They have none of their own methods, none of their own techniques. And and these guys, typically they're just being a general nuisance. They don't understand what they're doing with. It's like, a, it's, it's Icarus when he flies too close to the sun. He didn't understand the power he had, and he fell, and, and I think he died. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think he died, but um, I'm too sure how that goes. Y'all leave me a comment or DM and correct me if I was wrong on that. But uh, it's the people that really just don't understand what they're doing. You know, they they just want to to have that title of oh, I'm a hacker and show all to their friends and stuff. But you know, they don't understand what they're doing. They don't. They're just wax on on feathers and flying too close to the sun. And a lot of times they either stop doing it eventually or they get burned. You know, that's what happens. They get burned. We had someone in my high school that was using a DDoSing tool that they just downloaded online and they were trying, or a DOSing tool. It wasn't even a DDoS. They had no bots involved. Um, but they were just targeting some of the routers. And that was several, several years ago. That was a good while ago. Man, I'm getting old. But uh, they were trying to DOS some of our routers so they could stop playing, stop playing the games. And, uh, you know, they didn't understand what it did or anything. And eventually the IT and the guy and the principal walked into the classroom and they were like, hey, you know, we know such and such has been using a tool on our Wi-Fi and we need to talk to you now. And they brought him out and I, I was like enamored by that. I was like, man, you know, he didn't understand what he was doing. He didn't hide on the Internet at all. He just used a random tool to try to knock things off. And I, you know, that's that's what script kiddying is. It's 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 being a nuisance and not understanding what you're doing. Um, but not to confuse script kidding with our our next category, and that's going to be the green hat. The green hat's kind of not known by a lot, you know. The the first four I mentioned is everybody knows those terms, you know. If if you know anything about tech, you know, you usually know those terms. But you know, the green hat isn't very well known. And a green hat is, is, is not to be confused with a script kitty. A green hat is a beginner, much like the script kitty. But the green hat is willing to learn. He's willing to put that time into learning and understanding what they're doing and keep pushing to grow better and better. And eventually, you know, they'll, they'll might even fall into a career with it. But they're not people that don't understand. A lot of times the green hat is they download uh, a, a tool. Like, uh, let's say the Metasploit framework. They, they start using the Metasploit framework. And 
at first they don't understand how it works, but they're willing to take the time to figure out how it works, why it works, what they're doing, test on some of their own machines. A lot of times they make mistakes. You know, when I was when I was green, I made, God, you know, I made some mistakes. But you should have you should have seen some of my programming errors. It was mm, one colon. It really messed you up. One semicolon. Oh God. Anyway, but um, but yeah, we you really will uh, as a green hat. You know, the green hats are people who are willing to learn. They're willing to understand things, figure things out, figure out why it works, and and grow from there. You know, if you're green, you're just a beginner, and and you're really putting your time into it and figuring everything out. You're not just downloading tools and operating systems and Linux and this, that, and the other and saying, oh, I can do this, this, and this now because I have these tools. It's not like that, you know. Green hats are, are respected people. They're just new. That's all it is. They're just new. And if you're green, you get no hate amongst the community. Matter of fact, ask multiple people in the community to show you something. And a lot of times we will answer your questions. You know, we're, we're, we're here to help and be a community together. I said in my last episode, community. That's what we're here for is being a community together. The next category we're going to talk about here is going to be the blue hat. And yeah, the, the blue hat... These guys, I, I don't know if they're going to be considered script kitties or just green hats or black hats. So we've given them as a community. I'm not the one that came up with these hats, by the way. But we've given these guys their own little hat color. And these are the blue hats. And these are the guys who have one set goal. They have one goal. They will learn enough to achieve that goal and they're done. Like hypothetically, guy has girlfriend. Girlfriend gets with new guy guy get mad guy learn hacking enough to hack new boyfriend and new ex-girlfriend so that way he can dig dirt you know once he's done that he's done that is how that is how blue hats work they are they're some interesting fellows they'll learn a whole new skill set for absolutely nothing for one thing or uh like let's say uh, there's a guy trying to take down a corrupt government. He learns hacking enough to take down set corrupt government. He never touches it again. That's the blue hats for you. They just, they only hack when they have a goal. They only learn enough to achieve that goal, and that's it. They don't keep pushing. If, if that's you, I'm, I'm sorry, but guys, you gotta, it's more than that. There's a lot more to it than that. But, I mean, that's what blue hats are. That's, that's who they are. Um... And our, our final hat color for this, and I have a few more I want to touch on later that, that I, I've seen floating around in, in various parts of the internet, but our final hat color is going to be the legendary red hat. These are the, the most interesting race of hats I am going to talk about on here. These are the cool... I really like these guys. I've had the privilege of meeting a few, but... These are the, the hacker hunters. Red hats are just people that are going after the black hats, you know? Black hat slips up, they go after them. Those are the, the hacker hunters. Red hats are, are really interesting people, and I could go, I could talk about them for days, but I'm just going to choose not to talk about them for days. But, yeah, the, the, the hacker hunters are pretty interesting guys. If you ever seen the movie Hackers... You know, I don't remember the names, but the guy who was hunting all of the hackers, and he was a hacker, he would be considered a red hat. And I, I don't know if the term red hat came from that movie or anything, but yeah, the, the red hats 
are the, the Hacker Hunters. If it did come from the movie, by the way, please leave it down below. I haven't heard it came from that. I haven't read anywhere online, but if it did, shoot me a DM. I would love to know more about that. I might research that after I record this, but um, God, I'm going to be up late tonight. But uh, I'm, I'm giving you pieces into my personal life I'm sure none of you want to hear. <laughs> um, so these these last two that, oh, that I want to touch on, they're not hat colors, but they are categories that need to be talked about. They are categories that seriously need to be talked about, and you need to be knowledgeable on these things. Um, one of them is going to be nation-state hackers. I know recently in news media... You've heard about Korea being a, a nation-state hacker and, and Russia having some nation-state hackers. And, and nation-state hackers are people that are hackers that are employed by the government to conduct counter-surveillance or hack something or, or whatever, maybe break into systems or learn, learn of other countries. They're basically digital spies, you know, they're, they're hackers and that's, those are called nation-state hackers. And, and they, they get their countries into some trouble. I ain't going to lie. They will get their countries into some trouble. But that's past the point. For now, you just you need to know nation-state hackers. I'm not going to give them a hack. A, we're, I don't think any of us really want to give them a specific hat color. Because we don't really know where they fall morally. They're, that's just their job, you know? That is just their job. Uh, I think that's why we don't give them a hat color. That would be my best guess is, as to that. If, if I'm wrong, please go ahead and, uh, like I said, DM me, email me. I'm willing to talk to you about it. But um, this this last one I want to touch on, though, is is something you I think if you're if you're born after like 2004, or if you're born before 2004, you're definitely gonna know what these guys are. If you're born, you know, after, you might know who these guys are. You may be too young to really fully remember a lot of the stuff that was going on in the news but um the hacktivists and this is where this is where anonymous falls you know i don't i don't think anonymous is is very alive anymore i think satanic did did some stuff covering that and you guys should go check his stuff out but um it's 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 dimmed down quite a bit as of as of recent years but um yeah hacktivists are, are people that hack for political reasons or hack for rights reasons humans rights reasons hack for justice you know they they hack for for political reasons and uh these that's that's what a, a lot of what anonymous was about um i believe snowden i we i think we would consider him a a, a hacktivist in a sense or if you want to just call him a whistleblower, but I wouldn't make whistleblower its own category. But, um, yeah, you know, that that's what it's all about. That was uh, Aaron Schwartz. He was a huge hacktivist. He believed in in public public records, free public records. And that's, that's a whole story for another time. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, that's that's gonna cover just about everything in this podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed this. And and if you have any questions, remember Sunday nights starting at eight o'clock. I'm gonna be going live, recording the whole thing, and I will be answering some questions for a segment right in the middle of the episode where I will answer them for all of you. So if you guys want to be a part of that, remember eight o'clock. Go go on my TikTok or my Instagram. I'll do I'll try to do both next week for you guys, and just. Ask some questions, and I'm going to answer as many as I can for you guys. If you guys love it, please just give me a download or a follow 
or, or whatever. If you guys like what you see, give me a thumbs up if, if that's possible on whatever you're listening on. Give me a like, you know. Send some love. Be a part of this community. That's what we're about. We're just one community. We're all learning with each other. So you, you can never be an expert on everything. We'll all be learning from each other forever because times will be changing. That's going to be it. I hope you guys are having a great day wherever you are, a great night. I hope everything's going well in your lives. Remember, you can always DM me any questions. I will try to get back to you as soon as possible. And this is Kyle Reese signing out.